and welcome to a new episode. I have skipped out on you guys for about two or three weeks now. I have been hard at work on my second book, which I am honestly so excited for you to finally get your hands on. Uh, Pre-orders are now open officially. It's actually my birthday eve. Tomorrow is my birthday. I will be 33 years old, which honestly feels so weird. Like, I have to constantly remind myself that I'm in my 30s. Um, I swear, like, when you're a teenager and you look at 30 or 40 or whatever, you, you look at it as this, like, this age that just seems so far away until you get here and you still feel like a kid. <laughs> um, so anyway, that already went off on a ramble. I am the queen of rambles, that is for sure. But my one birthday wish was to have this book ready for pre-order because even though it's not a hundred percent complete and ready for you to read right now just having it up for pre-order means that it's almost there it means that we're one step closer it means that we're one step closer for you to have it in your hands to be able to read it um i will share the link in the caption i'm not going to tell you all about that book in here because in this episode i want to talk about health anxiety before I get to that, I do just want to say that this book is going to start off as an ebook. Um, I have had a lot of questions about that. It's going to start off as an ebook, so it doesn't matter where in the world you live, you can order it and it will be delivered straight to your inbox at some point next month. The official date will be announced within the next week or so. And honestly, like I keep saying the same thing, but I'm so excited because this is a book that I, I honestly wish that I'd had. Um, so that I could have avoided Google and all the fear and everything that goes with it. I created this book to help take some of that fear out so that instead of going to Google, you'll hopefully find what you need in this book. And instead of, you know, when you end up on a site on Google and it tells you that you're dying or you have a terminal illness, this book will explain how your symptom um, may be connected to anxiety. So pre-orders are open right now. If the pre-order price allows you to get the book at half price of what the actual cost is going to be, once it goes on sale, pre-orders are going to be open up until the end of the month, until Halloween. I thought that's a good day to keep the pre-orders open until. So if you want to learn more about my book, if you want to lock in the pre-order price and um, order your own copy, then be sure to click the link in my bio. Or in this case, because you're listening to a podcast, I realized, in the caption. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to dive into this episode. Um, I usually go on my stories on Instagram and we kind of have a conversation together. The community connects and we, you guys let me know some of your top symptoms you're dealing with. And then we kind of come up with the topic um, together, like the next episode topic together. And... If you're dealing with dizziness or heart palpitations or any throat sensations, I've just recently done episodes on all of those. Again, I will link it here for you. But for today's one, just from all the messages that I, I receive and from reading through your comments, I made the decision that I want to talk about health anxiety because I, I you know, I read your messages and I feel my heart hurts for you honestly because I read some of your messages and it's as if I'm reading something that I would have written years ago when I was going through it 
So when you send me these messages or I read your comments, I can 100% relate to what you're going through. Of course, we all have our own unique experiences and I don't know your exact experience, but I do know I do know how it feels to just live in this complete fog, like you're not even living. You're just in this place where it, it, you question and you ask yourself, like, is this life? Like, is this my life? Because you constantly Google whatever symptom you're stressing about. You're constantly thinking about it. You're constantly worrying about it. Maybe you go to the doctor and the doctor reassures you and you either don't believe him or or her, you know, the doctor, him or her, um, or you get just that temporary reassurance before the fears start to come up again, or you feel relieved, okay, I feel better about this, I had a doctor's opinion, but then right away, um, if you're anything like me, shortly after that, it's like you have this kind of... Um, brief period of just rest where it's like kind of feels like you're on vacation okay like I had my symptom validated I feel bitter about it I had it checked out by a medical professional I feel bitter but it's almost like you're just waiting for the next thing um well that's how it would be for me and then it wouldn't last long before I was worrying about something else I used to spend my time sitting on google and looking up forums like hoping that I would find people that were dealing with the same thing that I was where I could just feel some kind of connection some kind of relief some kind of comfort and I tell you all the time this is why I started my Instagram page in the very first place um, because I know what it feels like to, to feel like you have nowhere to go and with this episode I know so many of you are struggling with health anxiety right now. Maybe you've been struggling for years. Maybe it's a new thing for you. But I know it's... I, you know what? It's okay to say this fucking sucks. And this this feels like hell. This feels like shit. It's okay. Like, really? We, we, we can't pretend that it's not bad. Like, before we can move before we can move through something we have to fully acknowledge it and say you know what this sucks because it does um a little bit about my own story I actually grew up with a mom who had really bad it was called hypochondria back then it's now called health anxiety and so I grew up with a mom who, who definitely did struggle with with that and I'm not saying that, oh, because my mom had hypochondria or health anxiety, that's why I have it. But it did start at an early age for me where I was very hyper aware of every, sing every single sensation that would come up for me, every single symptom. I was very hyper aware of my body. And of course, when you are so hyper focused on your body, you are always going to find something. You are always going to notice something. It's, I was talking, I think I was talking in one of the previous episodes about um, a lot of people experience uh, that feeling like they can't swallow. And swallowing, for example, is something that we just do automatically throughout the day. We don't think about it. We just do it because we, we have to, right? We, we 
it's gross i guess but it's natural too we just swallowing our saliva all day long or we or if we don't swallow we'll stand and start drooling but it's not something that we think about it's just something that's automatic but the minute you start putting your focus there and start paying attention to it it's going to feel strange and you're going to start experiencing weird sensations it's going to feel like you maybe have to make yourself swallow because you're now you're not allowing your body to do it automatically you're putting your attention there i really hope this makes sense i i, I don't want to um, I don't have any papers with me. Usually I like plan out these podcasts um, and I don't want to edit it. I wanted to sit down and I just wanted whatever comes out to come out. I just want this to be like really real. But I hope that that makes sense. So the minute you start putting attention on something, you're going to find something. You're going to notice something. For example, I've always been... One of my worst um, parts of health anxiety was paying too close attention to my muscles my moles my lymph nodes and I think I was like putting on moisturizer one day or like putting on makeup or something and I felt like these little um these little balls in my neck which is your lymph nodes right but I had never really paid attention to my lymph nodes before like I knew of lymph nodes but I wasn't I wasn't sitting there looking for them um and that just started it for me where I started to, I remember feeling like a lymph node in my neck that felt kind of big. And then I, I felt the other side of my neck and the lymph node on that side felt smaller. And then I thought, oh my God, that, that just started a whole spiral of thinking for me where I started to become absolutely paranoid. Um, and then, and then your brain really takes over from there. And then you start feeling other parts of your body. Like what if, there's another swollen lymph node or, or or I would feel my body and feel I would literally be feeling a muscle and I would convince myself that it is a lump because here's the thing like if we start pushing and feeling around we're going to feel things like it's normal it's normal parts of our body we have muscle tissue and we have lymph nodes and we're going to feel it but when you have health anxiety and you're so fixated on it your brain takes something that's completely normal and starts to make you think that maybe, just maybe, this is something. I remember that lymph node in my neck. I was about 16. Um, maybe I was 16, 17. I feel like around 16, 17, that's when my health anxiety really started to kick in. And I remember being... I, I can just... Re- I, I couldn't do anything and I used to think to myself I'm 16 years old like I'm supposed to be having fun and I'm supposed to be enjoying myself and here I'm sitting and feeling my neck over and over again and analyzing this freaking lymph node um, but at the time I didn't even know it was a lymph node I thought it was like a lump and I was freaking out and I went to the doctor, I had a really amazing, we had a really amazing family doctor in South Africa where I grew up, and he was, I had gone, I went to him a few times with issues that I was worried about, and he was just so patient and so calm and would always explain things to me, which I was very fortunate for, and I remember he sat and like drew this picture and like explained lymph nodes to me and how um, they effectively our body's filtering system and they can they can get bigger at times and they can go down and 
there's certain things that can make them bigger like if you have a lot of mucus going on in your throat they can swell up i actually have one in my throat that is just permanently swollen from chronic um, tonsillitis infections that i used to have when i was a kid um fun fact i still have my tonsils <laughs> i didn't end up having them taken out and my infections just ended up stopping eventually but um yeah he sat with me and explained and was very patient but thing with health anxiety is you get that temporary reassurance and then your brain is on to the next thing or it's those what ifs but what if you know what if the doctor didn't detect this or what if this lymph node is a problem now and it's this oh it's this endless this endless loop um that you just feel like you cannot break free from i would sit in my room and i would I would just sit in my room and just wonder if I'm ever going to feel okay and I would obsess and I would feel like I'm losing my mind and I would feel crazy and I would I couldn't tell anyone just how scared I was because I was terrified of looking like I was insane or losing my mind like even when I described it if I told like my mom I'm worried about this thing I, I wouldn't even go into detail about just how terrified I was like inside I was freaking out I would just you know be worried about it and you know she'd say oh it's okay or I'd go to the doctor and oh it's fine but my mind man I just and I, I, I realize that I'm probably going on a ramble here and I hope that you're still with me but if you are sitting in it right now and you have maybe spent too much time even today on google or you've been sitting there in fear because you're you're you literally start to feel like your chest tightens your stomach like i would be worried about something and i would know that i want to look it up on google and while i am like typing it into google before i search it my i would be feeling completely sick i would be nauseous my stomach would be in a knots my heart would be racing i i would be physically shaking and sweaty and just feeling awful because i didn't know what it was gonna gonna say you know and sometimes i would hit search and there would be these like serious illnesses or diseases that would come up right away with whatever i was searching and that would oh that would just send me into complete panic so if that sounds like you I just want you to know that I, I understand if you feel like you're all alone right now and like you have nobody to talk to or nobody who truly gets it, you maybe feel completely isolated, you feel like you're going crazy or losing your mind. I just want you to know that you are not. It is, I promise you, you are not losing your mind. I was you and I, you're safe. You're safe. Like maybe you just need to hear that. Your our brains run off and create all sorts of stories. The minute we even feel that fear, it's like a trigger for our brain. Okay, something is up. So I want to tell you guys a little bit about my own experience. Um, maybe it's just comforting to hear like someone else talk about their own experience with it. Um, I know for me, like I'm trying to give you guys what what would have helped me or what did help me. Like whenever I stumbled across forums where people were like reassuring each other and talking about their own experiences, that did give me a lot of relief. So I hope that just by listening to me, 
you can experience some of that relief for yourself. So I just want to tell you some of the things that were especially scary for me. Maybe they're the same for you, maybe not. Like I say, we all have different experiences and health anxiety affects us all differently. Like, of course, we're all going to experience different symptoms, right? So the one that I feel really was one of the first ones that just kind of sent me down my health anxiety like path honestly was twitching muscles um i remember one day i was having lunch with my mom and i started to feel like a twitch in my wrist and it just it honestly just like spiraled from there because i had never really experienced twitching before i was like what is happening like why is my like why is my muscle just jumping like like it feels like i have no control over like my hand and then my finger started twitching and i my mom had this medical book don't ask me why we had my mom my mom i think she wanted to be a doctor for a while and she um had all these medical books and was it was just really interesting for her and she would also always look up her symptoms because she because <laughs> she struggled with uh, like health anxiety herself so i remember finding this book it was like a full a to z of every medical symptom how exciting right and i looked up like twitching muscles and i came across like these degenerative muscle diseases these pretty serious ones and i I can't even tell you how absolutely horrified I felt in that moment. I felt sick. I felt absolutely sick. Um, And then I started to fixate on the symptom. And I started getting muscle twitching everywhere. So now I had this one muscle twitch. And I looked it up and I had come across this really awful thing. And I was so scared and all that I was wanting was for that one twitch to just go away, please. And then can you imagine, I, and this may be you, like maybe, maybe this sounds really familiar. I then started twitching in like many other body parts really intensely. And I, I, I like, I, I can't even, like there's no words, like I was so scared. I, I, it's like almost like that time in my life was kind of a blur i don't even remember like i said i was a teenager like i I feel like i should have been enjoying my life and like having fun you know but i was just thinking that i was dying the whole time like that was my life um and it just kind of spiraled from there it just kind of spiraled from there i had learned that okay muscle twitching like some people get it it's common but i knew nothing about anxiety I knew nothing about how just tight muscles alone can cause twitching. I had no idea about um, BFS, which is benign fasciculation syndrome, which is basically, it's all over body twitching that's linked to stress and anxiety, and it's completely harmless. But I, I didn't know any of this stuff. I had come across this one thing telling me I had this very serious illness, and I didn't even want to go to the doctor to have it, like, confirmed, you know. I, I just wanted it to go away. So muscle twitching, whenever I think of health anxiety and how it really started for me, muscle twitching was a, was a really big one. Um, 
and it just escalated from there i became paranoid about so many other things um i would experience anxiety symptoms as a result of my body being permanently stressed out and in that fight or flight mode so things like dizziness shortness of breath uh, blurry vision heart palpitations these really freaking weird shooting stabbing pains in my head i would become paranoid and start to think i was having a stroke i was having a heart attack i was having like i don't want to trigger you guys but even saying certain things but like something was happening in my brain um and on it went but the things that i really really fixated on was the muscle twitching the lymph nodes my moles like any weird mark on my body any bruise because i'm just the type of person that bruises really easily and then i went through a period where i just was just fixated on my bruises like what does this mean is this like a problem like a blood disorder like i there's so many things but but honestly like the muscle the the muscle twitches the lymph nodes the moles any kind of mark on my body that's always been a big trigger for me a big one and actually just recently i went through some depression and i've been dealing with some personal stress in my life that just feels like it's been ongoing um if i really sit down with myself i do i do i can see that it's gotten better but you know i do have these moments where i go through go through it and i kind of feel like i'm taking 10 steps back which i always tell you guys is all part of the healing process um and whenever i've been more stressed than usual whenever i've been going through a depressive episode or dealing with more anxiety and often my health anxiety will start to flare um like i can really pay attention to it now and, and kind of catch it whereas before i would just completely sink into it but even now like just recently i had like a little um dose of health anxiety if you will and i found my brain starting to sink back into its old way of thinking and like i told you guys for me it's always just like feeling things on my body like checking moles and stuff like it, it you have to i have to sometimes like physically stop myself from checking again because it's it becomes an ocd thing really uh and that's a whole whole nother topic but it becomes an ocd thing in terms of the obsessive checking it's like you check, 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 and then you have relief for a teeny bit of time, which differs for everybody. For me, it didn't last long. Before you're checking it again, as if you're going to see something different or feel something different. But it's just this constant cycle and pattern of checking. And for you, it could be Googling, like you Google a symptom, and then you find some relief, and then it's back to Googling again. I've had times where... I've told myself, you know what, you can't keep doing this. You're going to go sit down, you're going to go do some deep breathing, you're going to go listen to a meditation, or I would get on my yoga mat to do a yoga flow. But I'm going to be honest with you, when I've had it really bad, I will constantly pause during yoga to check that mole again or to feel that lymph node again for the millionth time. I am... Um, I once felt what I thought was like a little bump behind my ear and I like just kind of on my neck and I felt it so many times that I actually like that like injured myself like I would feel it because I would press down on my skin to feel like 
like you just constantly feel it like you I'm constantly like oh is it a lump what is that and I pressed down so many times that I actually damaged my skin there for a while like I bruised myself my skin got all dry and this is embarrassing like when I was going through it I still thought like oh my god I'll never tell anybody this this is just like who acts like this so obsessively but you can't stop yourself like it's it's it feels almost impossible to just stop that compulsion to just feel to check to google to look for reassurance wherever you can get it uh i had i have this mole because it's still there i have this mole on my back and one day i was getting dressed and it's it's like on my back so it's i can only see it if if i look in the mirror and i spotted it one day when i was getting dressed and i thought and then my brain now fixated on this. This is when I was going through a really bad bout of health anxiety where I was like obsessive over my moles. And I thought to myself, hmm, that looks pretty dark or it looks pretty weird. Um, and that became my next obsession for the next few weeks. I would take this little handheld mirror like and hold it hold it like behind me so that I could see the mole properly. And I would check it so many times a day that I actually injured my neck. <laughs> and I'm laughing, but it's not funny. If if It may sound funny if you've never had health anxiety, but if you've had it before, if you're going through it, then you, I know you can empathize and you understand. Like the action of turning my neck to like try and get as close a look as I could actually caused me to like kind of pull my neck out and like I hurt myself and while I was checking it was in a really awkward position to check but I was just it's like I just it's like something overtakes you where you just don't care you like got it like I have to check this I have to check this like what is this like I have to know what I have to make sure it's okay I have to like find something um and you know like I yesterday morning I woke up and I saw some messages that you guys had sent me saying how you're just in the midst of health anxiety and when I just talk about it, you feel some relief and I just had this overwhelming urge to just get on my microphone, get on my laptop. It's Monday today as I'm doing this. Um, You may be listening to this still while it's Monday or Tuesday or maybe in the future, I don't know. But um, I just had this overwhelming urge to just get, get, it's like sit down here with my laptop, sit down with my microphone and just start talking to you because that, that's all I wanted when I was going through it. I wish that someone would, would have been able to sit down with me who's gone through it and just talk to me. Like even if they're not ta- giving me any advice, like just talk to me, like just know, okay, I'm not insane. Somebody else is going through this. Somebody else gets it. Someone else has gone through it. And they've come out of it. And maybe, just maybe, that means that I can too. I get messages all the time asking me, you know, what can I do right now to get out of this? Like, what is the one thing that you did? What did you do to just, that just stopped you from obsessing? And I really had to sit with that actually because there isn't one, like, it's not like one day I discovered this incredible thing and then from that day forward, I no longer obsessed. For me, it was a gradual thing. And I know this may be frustrating to hear because you want to go now. But for me, 
when I started making changes in my life, when I started learning about anxiety, when I started changing some of the foods that I was eating, doing more exercise, when I stopped working at a job that was honestly just causing me constant stress, it just, my anxiety just gradually started to decrease. Um, and the thing with health anxiety is that it's it's such a mental thing. We just, in our heads the whole time, and our brains don't stop. Like there, it's almost like you just want to shut your brain down, but you still want to be able to like function, but you just, you want a switch that just shuts down that overthinking. And for me, when I started to make certain changes, it's, yes, these, it helps to support your nervous system, it helps to decrease inflammation in your body, which are all things that contribute to like that overthinking. And when I started making these changes, I noticed that I just stopped obsessing so much. And it's a hard thing to really explain because um, it's not there's not just a day that I can tell you, okay, on this day, I stopped obsessing. I just, I would notice things like if I was at the grocery store, I remember one day in particular, I was actually at the grocery store. And usually when I was at the grocery store, I would be completely fixated on like panic symptoms, on either panic symptoms that I was going through, because whenever I went to the grocery store, in the midst of my worst anxiety, I would be panicking. And I would, so I'd either be pushing my cart around and just so hyper-focused on am I going to faint, I feel sick, my heart's beating too fast, or I would be obsessing over another symptom and I would be walking around and kind of going over it in my head again and again like that for that mental reassurance. And there was one day in particular when I went to the grocery store and I had been there for a little bit and I realized, you know what, like I haven't been thinking about my symptoms. Oh, wait, I don't, I, I'm not even really experiencing symptoms right now. I'm not even obsessing over that one specific thing anymore. Like it was just... There was a day that I really did notice that, and that was such a good feeling. If there was something that I could tell you, if there were some things that I could, could let you know that you could start right now. So changing what I was eating, um, because every single thing you eat has an impact on your internal body. Oh, there's a squirrel right outside my window. There's a tree right outside my window. And sometimes a squirrel would just appear here and it just freaks me out. Like I get such a fright, but it's it's so funny. Um, okay, but back to what I was saying. Changing the foods I was eating was really one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that made a difference in my journey. Um, and I was skeptical as hell, trust me. <laughs> but um, when I started to make certain changes and I started to feel better, that was all the confirmation that I needed. If you've read my first book you'll know my story um if you follow me on instagram check out my nutrition like style posts where i do talk more about that but changing the foods that i was eating was huge i had no idea that certain foods i was eating were just increasing inflammation which was decreasing serotonin like my your brain's feel-good chemical and it was just causing all this overthinking intensifying symptoms um, so that that was the biggest thing. But if I could tell you a few things to do right now, I would, it always comes back to this. I would say start making deep breathing a daily ritual for you. Um, if you're even able, because when we're obsessive over a symptom or multiple symptoms, 
We are living in our heads all day long. And when you're living in your head, you're not breathing properly. You're not deep breathing. You're not focused on your breath. When you are breathing properly, um, right into your belly, like those deep belly breaths, that is the one thing that truly does bring you back into the present. And experiencing that for even two minutes, um, like that two minute break out of your head when you're in the midst of health anxiety can feel like sweet relief, honestly. So I would say try and make a deep breathing ritual like a daily part of your life. Um, Start with two minutes a day honestly if that's all you can do two minutes a day um it really helps if you schedule a time so you know so it's something you can look forward to so like at this time like for me I usually like to do it before I have breakfast um I'll sit and I will do a meditation and I'll sit for at least 10 to 15 minutes just deep breathing um and it's something that I look forward to now because I know that in that time I can put everything else aside, I can put my to-do list aside, my worries aside, even just for that little bit of time and I can just focus on my breath. Will your mind wander initially? Yes, it will. What do you do? You just focus back on your breath again. It's normal for your mind to wander. It doesn't mean that meditation isn't for you, something I used to say. It doesn't mean that you're not meant to be meditating it just means that your brain is not used to this new thing so sit down with yourself and give yourself that time every day Um, soon it will be something that you'll just start to incorporate throughout your day and eventually it will become an automatic thing Um, but your breath will always anchor you to the present moment i have some meditations if you want to continue listening to my voice (laughs) I have some meditations on YouTube that I actually made quite a while back. I want to do some um, new and updated ones. But if you go to my YouTube channel, I do have some meditations there that you can listen to if you'd like. I also love um, the Abraham Hicks meditations. I'll leave some links in the caption. Um, I actually do an Abraham Abraham Hicks meditation every morning. Um, And then yoga with adrian my favorite yoga teacher she has some really good meditations too um inside timer is a really great app because they have loads of different options like some are honestly like one minute long um there's a teacher on there what is her name sarah blunden i think sarah blunden yes her meditations are so so beautiful i can't even like i can't tell you how many times i've sat listening to her words and i've just had tears like streaming down my face um when i listen to her meditations especially when i've been um going through a lot of stress going through a lot of anxiety listening to her talk and be so gentle i i have sat there crying and it's it's beautiful really so you can check her out as well um but at the end of the day we're all going to find a teacher that works best for us and we're going to find a practice that works best for us But honestly, just make deep breathing a daily part of your life. Um, Really and truly, it it makes such a difference. Um, The other things that I would recommend trying to incorporate right away that you could start right now would be magnesium glycinate. It's an absolutely incredible supplement. I'm going to share a link to an article in the caption where I talk all about it and its benefits 
It's incredible for reducing muscle tension and increasing feel-good chemicals in your brain. So you just you immediate you feel start to feel so much better. You start to feel more relaxed. Your muscle twitches get better if you deal with a lot of muscle twitching or muscle pain or tight muscles. It helps you to sleep because let's be honest, when you're dealing with health anxiety, it's so hard to sleep. And when you're not sleeping, it, it makes the overthinking worse. Your your brain is just your mind just feels even worse. So magnesium glycinate, I highly recommend. There's another supplement that I it's actually a herb. It's a herb. It's called ashwagandha. I started it a few months ago when I was going through some pretty bad depression. Um, it has been shown to have similar effects as prescription um, depression meds or the prescription meds for depression. If you take it at doses of five to six hundred milligrams per day, I'm not a doctor, so please do check with your doctor or your or a naturopathic doctor. But I'm just sharing my experience. And I'm currently seeing another squirrel and he's looking right at me. Um, he's on the roof of the house across the way, like right at the top of the roof. And he, I swear he's staring right at me. Maybe he has health anxiety and needs some advice. Okay. that Sorry, I can be really silly at times. Um, so back to ashwagandha. I take 300 milligrams in the morning. I take 300 milligrams at night um, and I find that that it's an adaptogen and adaptogens basically better help your body, they help your body to better deal with stress. So your body stores them away and then when you deal with stress and your body is flooded with stress hormones, that's when they come out and they kind of counteract the negative effects that the stress has on the body. And I have definitely noticed a difference since I've been taking it, like 100%. Um, so I highly recommend looking into ashwagandha as well. Adaptogens in general. Um, I always talk about a, a company that I have partnered up with just because I love them so much. Um, Organifi, they have a gold, they have a drink called gold that has lemon balm in it. It has turmeric in it. It has um, reishi mushroom, which is another excellent adaptogen as well as turmeric. Um, I absolutely love that drink, so I'll link that as well. And then they also have a greens powder that has ashwagandha in it, actually, like a clinical dose of ashwagandha, as well as a heap of other good stuff, which I'll link in the caption. But that I really love ashwagandha, so you may want to look into that if you're struggling with either anxiety, depression, stress. It's it's really good for just soothing. CBD is something else that is really, really effective. I haven't actually been taking it for a while just because I'm currently looking for another brand. Um, the brand that I love um, is no longer shipping to Canada. So if you're in the States, you can still get it and I'll leave the link for you. But if you're in Canada, unfortunately, we have to look elsewhere. And I've had a lot of questions about that. So I'm going to let you guys know soon. I'm looking into companies um, I always like to try products first before I'm obviously just telling you guys about it. So even if I find what I think is a good company, I'm going to first try it myself before I just, you know, tell you about it. Like I don't ever want to tell you about it, something unless I have tried it and used it and it's worked or is working for me. But CBD is really great. I was so scared. I was so scared to take it the first time. I know so many of us have that fear of trying new things. 
but honestly it's I was so terrified and then it just became a daily thing for me and a few months ago I was going through really bad insomnia from stress and I would take um I would take a a dose of it like the drops the oil and really it it knocked me out but you don't I didn't wake up feeling sluggish it helped helped me to sleep better um but if you are in Canada and you're not able to get access to that the gold drink is really just as good for insomnia and for stress and then I would obviously say that another big thing and I think we all know this but sometimes we just need to be reminded is to try and stay away from Google I know how hard it is that that urge that overwhelming it's just overwhelming it's an overwhelming urge and it's like we can't stop ourselves but googling never helps it does not help um there there may be times where you stumble upon something right away and you get lucky you know and you do end up experiencing relief but ultimately you're going to like even if you end up like even if you find an article that looks okay well that one looks good right underneath it maybe a link to another article that's telling you something completely different and really scary so the best way to avoid sinking into that fear is to stop googling like we're not doctors we can't diagnose ourselves okay um just like i'm trying to like tell you what you could do because i know like i know how hard it is um unless someone physically unless the internet actually shuts down or someone physically takes our technology away it's it's really hard like sometimes i would just leave my put my phone down and i would go outside and go for a walk um because sometimes that urge is so overwhelming just for a short time and then it kind of wears off other times i know it can just stay and linger um but if you're able to not Google in that moment of like intense fear and, and you can even attempt to distract yourself with something else, that is going to make a difference. It, it was hard for me initially. It's, it's You have to just continuously train your brain. Um, so it's something that you may find yourself, you know, sinking back in and Googling and then you, you tell yourself, okay, I'll try harder next time. But then just keep trying until eventually that urge to Google isn't as strong anymore. Um, Like I always tell people, if you have to Google, search health anxiety. Search health anxiety forums. Um, Go read other people that are sharing how they're terrified of this and that. Um, Or go learn all about health anxiety. Or come to my Instagram page. Or very soon, look at my book instead because this new book is... I want this new book to be like your new Google where you can look up a symptom and it's everything is in relation to anxiety. So this book isn't going to scare you. You don't have to be worried like, okay, what if this this section is scary? I'm this is not going to be a scary book. I am talking about every symptom and everything in between in relation to anxiety and stress only. No diseases or anything scary like that. Therapy is another excellent option if you really just feel completely overwhelmed and you just don't know like where to go or where to turn. Therapy can really make a big difference. Um, so you could look into that as well. I do have a therapy resource that I will share in the caption as well. Um, and then 
for long-term relief honestly i really do believe my first book will help you if you've read my first book and maybe you haven't been putting anything into effect yet like maybe go have a look again through the food sections and the supplement sections and start making a few changes like even just tiny changes make start to make a difference you know the small things we do every day start to add up they really really do even if it feels like you're not doing anything eventually you'll get to a day where you realize how those little things started to add up if you're able to try and find ways to just move your body every day even if all you can manage is just a gentle stretch um, it's really good for just like just standing up and shaking out your limbs like physically just helps to release all that built-up tension and fear and adrenaline um maybe make it a goal to like listen to your to a song you love once a day and dance your way through that whole song or sing your way through that whole song or go for a walk every day or start like like i did like for me what held me accountable was i started with like a 30-day yoga challenge and um, I really want. I really got into it and wanted to finish the thirty days. And so much happened for me in those thirty days. Like I, that is the one thing that got me stuck into yoga. And here I am, like six years later, still doing yoga almost every single day. Um, but that's my thing. Like your thing could be something completely different. But once you find it, like it will be easy to stick to. So finding ways to move your body and get your blood flowing is really, really important for releasing a lot of that adrenaline and stress, for reducing stress hormones in your body, which all contribute to that overthinking and obsessing. Um, so that's something that I highly recommend as well. Um, and just making time like for self-care, like taking time for yourself. Don't overwork yourself to the point of burnout and then try to look for, for things to help you. Like... Give yourself that time every single day. You, We can make time. Like often I'll hear, I don't have time, I'm too busy. Or, you know, maybe you have kids and it's really difficult for you. But then you squeeze in three minutes a day. You, you can, you can fit in three minutes. And you deserve to, to fit in three to five minutes, okay? I think we need to start telling ourselves that. We need to start realizing that we deserve that time in order to make that time. If that makes sense at all. I am going to finish up here. I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I really hope that you can leave this part, this, this episode feeling some kind of comfort or relief or connection with somebody else who, who really does get it. Um, like I said, we all have our own unique experiences and I may not know the specific thing that you're going through, but I do know what it feels like to obsess and to feel isolated and to feel crazy and like you're losing your mind and like you're not sure if this is ever going to get better. But I promise you, if you take my advice with the things that I've just shared, and not even that, if you're just gentle with yourself every single day and every single day, you, you tell yourself, you know what, I'm getting better. You just say that once a day. You look in the mirror or you sit with yourself or whenever. Like it's, it's, you, I'm getting bitter. That's all you do. And even if it does, if it feels like absolute crap, it doesn't feel real. You don't feel like you're getting bitter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your brain starts to believe what you tell it. So that's what you say once a day. You say, I am getting bitter. I am bitter. Not I'm getting bitter. Sorry. I am bitter because your brain, you have to put it in the present tense. 
So every single day you say, I am better, I am healthy, I am grateful, I am happy, I'm excited. Whatever comes to mind, just say it. Whatever feels good to you, whatever makes you feel good, you say it. And even on days when you don't feel good, you just say those words because I promise you, they will end up manifesting into your reality, okay? So please be gentle with yourself. I hope that you feel in some some bit of comfort from listening to me go on and on. Um, I really tried to share some top things here with you, but I will keep talking about this because I know it's it's something that many of us deal with. I'm sending you all the love in the world. I'm sending you the biggest hug. You're going to be okay. I promise you, you're going to be okay. It doesn't feel like that right now. It feels impossible. It feels scary. You wonder when it's going to get better. Don't think about the future right now. Just focus on right now. Just be here now. Take those deep breaths. Make that time for yourself once a day. And know that, honestly, you have a whole community of support. Like, if you follow me on Instagram or... Where else am I? Am I on YouTube? I need to start up my YouTube channel again. TikTok... There's a whole community behind you. We're all in this together. We're all in different parts of the world, but we are all connected, okay? I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.